Good evening. Welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the fourth Sunday of Advent. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and those who are returning home to our parish community. Because of the Delta variant's community spread in Allegheny County and the latest recommendation of the CDC, we are asking parishioners and guests to please mask up again. For those who wish to continue physical distancing, you can be seated in the designated area in the church where the pews are marked with ribbons. Our lecture today is Bernie Jordan. Our altar server is Paul Kuchta. Your cantor is me, Serena Tamburino. Our organist is Steve. And our celebrants are Father Michael, assisted by Deacon Frank. Let us all now stand, if you are able, for the entrance procession and join with each other in singing our open hymn, opening hymn, Sing of Mary, Pure and Lowly, number 457.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And with your spirit. And good evening, everyone. Good evening, Father. We're in the fourth week of Advent, of course, this week, a celebration of Christmas, the incarnation, the initiation of God's kingdom begins Friday and Saturday. And so celebrating this last week of Advent once again and one final time this weekend, we turn towards the Advent wreath and lighting the, or having lit the fourth candle, we uh, use the prayer for our patroness, Mary Queen of Feasts. The final candle on the Advent wreath, Mary, reminds us that we are in these last days of waiting. More importantly, that we share in your journey of faith. What faith you must have had to walk or ride a donkey about to deliver your child. What trust you must have had in Joseph and the hospitality of your people that you would find a place to rest. In the end, it was, of course, your faith and trust in God's plan that helped you give birth to a child with only your husband to help. As we wait for Jesus to come again, support us in our efforts to live with trust and faith. Open us to the saving grace of your son, that your son offers to us in order that we may become conscious disciples. Help us to live each day with the purpose of participating in the kingdom of God. Amen. Kyrie eleison. Kyrie eleison. Christ Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, your grace into our hearts, that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ your Son was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection. For he lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Let us be seated and attentive to the word. A reading from the book of the prophet Micah. Thus says the Lord, you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, too small to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose origin is from old, from ancient times. Therefore, the Lord will give them up until the time when she who is to give birth has born, and the rest of his kindred shall return to the children of Israel. He shall stand firm and shepherd his flock by the strength of the Lord. 
in the majestic name of the Lord his God, and they shall remain. For now his greatness shall reach to the ends of the earth. He shall be peace. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, when Christ came into the world, he said, sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. In holocausts and sin offerings, you took no delight. Then I said, as it is written of me in the scroll, behold, I come to do your will, O God. First, he says, sacrifices and offerings, holocaust and sin offerings, you neither desired nor delighted in. These are offered according to the law. Then he says, behold, I come to do your will. He takes away the first to establish the second. By this will, we have been consecrated through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leapt in her womb and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed are you who believe that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. The Gospel of the Lord. Many of you, of course, know uh, Amanda Bruce, who was our previous uh, director of music ministry. And again, she took a job in July with the National Pastoral Musicians, NPM. And since then, we've uh, occasionally got together for, uh, for coffee or tea. Um, and she told me that she started since she retired from Mary Queen of Peace Parish, retired 
That's her funny word. She, she took another job, and, and now she's working pretty much uh, nine to five. On the weekends, she has this rare opportunity that she's never had in her life to go into other Catholic churches and communities, and of course, not being responsible for, for playing or singing. And so she's been going around to different Catholic churches in the Diocese of Pittsburgh, and she said, I have a criteria for which I evaluate my experience of the communities that I'm going into. And of course, the first criteria that she looks at is the priests and the homily, okay? Is that proclamation, is what the priest is embodying and sharing authentic? Is it uh, relevant? Does it make any difference or speak to my life in any way? And so, of course, her first criterion is the priest. Her second criterion, no surprise, <laughs> right, would be music, right? So taking a look and tuning into the music. And so, uh, of course, the, the quality of, of the music as, as it is being shared and participated in. And then the final criterion she says she's been using is, can you guess what it might be? Not priest, not music. Can you guess? Thank you. The people, right? The community itself. So it's the experience of the community and, and the sense of welcome or not that she's been experiencing as she's going into different Catholic churches. Now, again, many of us, uh, you know, when we're in a Catholic church, we stay in a Catholic church, but sometimes we go to someplace else. Sometimes we've gone to weddings or funerals, but for the most part, we have the experience of our experience that's our experience. But, but to take that opportunity to go around. Now, notice, notice uh, again, what kind of that, now again, it's, it's, it's Amanda, it's somebody who has a, a deep experience of liturgy, someone who knows something about theology, um, you know, has had lots of experience, and so you might say, well, that's a kind of a, you know, a different perspective than most people had. But, but notice, she's not saying about the priest, I'm, I'm, I'm making sure their doctrine is correct, <laughs> right? You know, that their doctrine and theology, not that that's not important. Notice she's not saying about the music that is just, you know, I want it to be professional. I want it to be right. She's not saying about that. She's actually talking more about how people are participating in the music, right? Is it moving and is it moving the community and the congregation? And thirdly, when it comes to the community, it's not like how many bodies are out there. <laughs> it's about whether there's a sense of communal connection of the community that she's walking into and if that community not only has a connection with one another, but if some way she might feel welcome to be part of or connected to that community. Now, why do, why do I share those things with you? Uh, so again, a different perspective than, than you might think a lot of people, but probably if you asked any young adult right now like, what might they look for in the experience of worship, experience of mass, the experience of community? They would probably talk about those things as important on some level. The, the, the priest and the homily, the musical experience, and if it's being participated in, and, and then the community itself. They would probably talk about that. And if I could boil that down into one word, I would say what is important to her 
and to many other young adults is if there is a relational faith experience. A relational faith experience. It's not enough that we just have the sacraments. <laughs> just, right? It's not enough that we have this body of teaching authority throughout 2,000 years of history. Sound, scripture, doctrine, etc. Those things are important, but that's not enough for the everyday young adult who's walking into a community and finding whether that experience of faith as they come to a celebration of mass or community is enough to make them return again. Is it relational faith? The gospel we heard proclaimed today on this fourth Sunday of Advent that we hear from Luke's gospel there's a lot of relationship going on there. A lot of relational encounter and faith. And not only that, but it's a very authentic, humanly authentic and faith authentic sort of visceral encounter and response that happens when Mary goes to her older kinswoman Elizabeth and experience the greeting that they share with one another. It's deeply relational, profoundly relational, and deeply not only human, but also deeply faith experience and felt inside. In this encounter of Mary and Elizabeth, there's a lot going on. First of all, we know that both of them are pregnant. And both of them are pregnant in very unusual circumstances. Uh, of course, Elizabeth, uh, you know, being, uh, I guess it says in scripture, old age, and that she was really in many ways deprived for many years. And then Mary, who again is not just betrothed and says, I have no relations, and yet she's pregnant as well. And so they're coming together, and there's of course gonna be this sense of care for one another as part of the same family, but there's much more going on here. In this greeting that they have with one another, this encounter that they have with one another, there's, there's something literally stirred inside. Right? It says, John, uh, my, my child, leapt in my womb as your greeting met my ears. And it says that Elizabeth doesn't just say, hey, Mary, <laughs> you know, how are you? Or, or even, you know, oh, it's so good to see you, which is what we'd normally do. It says that not only did she greet Mary, but she was uninhibited and cried out in a loud voice, right? Could you imagine if someone new walked into the parish community or someone who we didn't know into this parish family at mass and said, Margaret, it's so good to see you, you know? They'd be like, whoosh. <laughs> you know, out the, but there's that, it's this uninhibited, visceral faith, depth of faith, uh, excitement and greeting that they have for one another. And there's this encounter that's not only deeply familial, deeply human, but there's also another element of course, that's going on. And both of them understand that in some way, God is working very uniquely, mysteriously, 
and strangely in the other person's life, especially in their pregnancies, but also in the grace and openness that they're receiving. And so there's this greeting that they have for one another. Now recall, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. This is this, the, the first part of our prayer that we pray all the time. As a matter of fact, the rosary was cited right before Mass. And we sometimes recite that so quickly and so fast. But that those, those first phrases of the Hail Mary are taken directly once again from Scripture, from the angel Gabriel greeting Mary, and from Elizabeth's greeting of Mary. Hail, full of grace, is how the angel Gabriel greets. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, is the greeting of Elizabeth. And in each of those greetings, there's all this mystery, all this faith, all this potential, all this hope. And brothers and sisters, that, those greetings, the beginning of that Hail Mary that we say have all this relational faith and potential. And you and I are now called Mary, Queen of Peace Parish. Our patroness in the celebration of who she is and who she is now, not just then, but now, is deeply relational in faith and in greeting of what God might be doing mysteriously and profoundly in the lives of one another. Our community covenant, we say, we invite. We say, we invite. In a sense of we invite, the, the way that is worded is it says that we will welcome all people to our inclusive home. And not only will we welcome all people and everyone should feel welcome to an inclusive home, but we ourselves, each individual, realize that we are part of the body of Christ and we have a responsibility as a party of the body of Christ to greet the other members of the body of Christ and those who are seeking that out, some relationship with Christ and the body of Christ as well. And so we say we invite. This is an essential part of who Mary is and who Mary, Queen of Peace, is supposed to be and who we're called to be as a parish community. I just have to share a little, little funny aside. Um, uh, so my friends have this, uh, besides uh, what, what uh, Amanda says she's looking for in a parish community, uh, uh, what probably every young adult is looking for in a uh, parish community, and, and wanting that relational sense and that relational connection in faith. So I have some friends who have a dog, and I've had the privilege of watching this dog. And this dog uh, is actually a combination. Uh, it's a, a crossbreed dog, but part of it is a whippet. Um, and so if you don't know what a whippet dog is, you don't see too many of them. This, this, this dog that's part whippet, uh, it's very sleek. It's a very sleek dog. It, it has a very uh, muscular and running style of body. As a matter of fact, you could describe it in some ways looking like a, like a smaller Great Dane, right? You know how Great Danes look. And so it's, it's only about half that size. Its legs are a little shorter. Um, but, but whippets are very energetic dogs, and very playful dogs, 
And when they know you, they greet you very affectionately, okay? And so the way, way whippets are sometimes described is that you can walk out to the mailbox and come back, and they will greet you as if you've been gone for a week, right? And so they're very exuberant. And actually, I have to be honest, this, this, this dog has a little bit too much of an exuberant you know, connection with me. And so when, when this dog greets I mean, it is just it, like it flips out, like this sense of excitement. And I, I just share that with you in the sense of what we just heard in the gospel passage and the proclamation. When people encountered one another in faith, when they knew that God was doing something in their midst, or when they found a sense of connection and relational faith, Elizabeth couldn't contain herself. She had to cry out in, in, in exclamation and in mystery and faith. How is it that you and I greet one another in faith? How is it that you and I, and again, we're going to be celebrating Christmas here in just five or six days, right? There's going to be all kinds of family members, friends, people that we don't know, all kinds of visitors to our community. It happens every single Christmas. How are they greeted? What is their experience when they walk through our doors, into our home, into the homes of our home home, into the homes of our church home? How are they greeted? What experience do they have? What connection do they have to, to again, priests, music, community? What is that experience like for them? And are they greeted and welcomed as if they are part of the body of Christ? Because we are now people of Mary. We are now a parish named Mary, Queen of Peace. Mary was about greetings, about a relational faith that stirred within her and had people around her have that stir within them, and they were unabashed in their sharing of that, their connecting in that, and their engagement in that. We too are called to be people of greeting, of invitation, of embracing and meeting one another in faith. Together, let us please stand and we together profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our, our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, 
and this kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Trusting the compassion that God has for us and that God is coming more fully among Christ Jesus, we bring these needs and prayers of petition. Our response this evening is Christ be our light. Increase the faith, hope, and love of your whole church, we pray. Christ, Christ be, be our, our light. light. For the healing of all individuals and communities in the Midwest and the South who are suffering after recent tornadoes, we pray. Christ be our light. For the grace to recognize and support the vocation of each member of our community, we pray. Christ be our light. For all those in our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Christ be our light. We go forth for the grace to understand and support the financial, emotional, and physical needs of pregnant women, we pray. Christ be our light. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Lois Kislesa, Michael McCullough, and Irma Sanders, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, the diaconate, and the religious life, we pray. Christ be our light. We remember today the Wislowski Pecora and Grega families, and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts, we pray. Christ be our light. And gathering our prayers together, let us now pray our prayer for unity, which can be found in the bulletin. Together, we raise our voices to Mary, Queen of Peace, our Mother, to our most glorious Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the spirit and living our covenant. Amen. Please join in our preparation hymn, My Soul in Stillness Waits, Number 415.
dark and shadow. Offering our guests and lives, pray, sisters and brothers, my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and of all his holy church. May the Holy Spirit, O Lord, sanctify these gifts laid upon your altar, just as he filled with his power the womb of the Blessed Virgin, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty, salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ. All the oracles of the prophets foretold him. The Virgin Mother longed for him with love beyond telling. John the Baptist sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when he came. It is by his gift that we already rejoice in the mystery of his nativity, so that he may find us watchful in prayer, exultant in his praise. And so with angels, thrones, dominions, hosts, and powers of heaven, we sing a hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. You are indeed holy to be glorified, O God, for you love the human race. You always walk with us this journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son who is present in our midst as we're gathered by his love, and as he once did for his disciples, and so now for us, he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, Father, most merciful, send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine 
that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day he was to suffer, the night of the Last Supper, he took bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, Holy Father, we celebrate the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Savior, whom you led through his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection and whom you've seated at your right hand. We proclaim the work of your love until he comes again, and we offer you the bread of life and the chalice of blessing. Look with favor on this oblation of your church, which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us. And through the power of the spirit of your love, May we be counted now and until the day of eternity among the members of your Son in whose body and blood we have communion. Bring your church, O Lord, to perfect faith and charity, together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, the clergy, and the entire people you have made your own. Open our eyes to the needs of our sisters and brothers. Inspire us with words and actions to comfort those who labor and are burdened. Make us truly serve them after the example of Christ and his command. May your church stand as a living witness to truth and freedom, to peace and justice, that all people may be raised to a new hope. Remember all of our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the peace of Christ, all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your face and in the resurrection give them fullness of life. And grant also to us that when our earthly pilgrimage is done, we would come to the eternal dwelling place to live with you forever in communion with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, the apostles, the martyrs, and with all the saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Trust in the kingdom of God, present and to come, 
at the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord, you said to your apostles and to your church, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sin, but on the faith of your church. Grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other some sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be Our prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above, above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Please join in our communion hymn, number 889, Hail Mary, Gentle Woman.
of your womb, Jesus. Holy, holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of death. Amen. Gentle woman, quiet light, morning star, so strong and bright. Gentle wisdom teach us love you were chosen by the father you were chosen for the son you Just a couple announcements this evening. <clears throat> Under the Taste and See column in today's bulletin, we are sharing information about the hospitality ministry, which includes the many hands cleaning ministry and the role that they play in keeping our, church's building, our church buildings clean. Also, Pope Francis is calling all Catholics to participate in the Synod on Synodality to discern how the church should continue the mission that Jesus gave to the people of God. In today's bulletin, you will find directions on how to obtain information on the Synod along with a participant guide. We will also begin on decorating our churches for Christmas tomorrow after the 9 a.m. Mass here today uh, at this church. Also see today's bulletin for the dates and times. And as we are all aware, the COVID cases are up in Allegheny County. We also know that Christmas is one of the most well-attended mass days of the year. With this in mind, masks will be, will be required, not just recommended, for everyone, 
vaccinated and unvaccinated, at each one of our Christmas Eve and Christmas Day Masses. Thank you. Together, let us please stand and let us pray. Having received this pledge of eternal redemption, we pray, Almighty God, that as the feast day of our salvation draws ever nearer, so we may press forward all the more eagerly to the worthy celebration of the mystery of your Son's nativity, for he lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Glorify the Lord by your life. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Please join us for our closing hymn, number 409, People Look East. People.